I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Thank you, listeners. I'm Dr. Rob Zammett, and welcome back to your favorite podcast on all things doggy, The Doggy Pod. Why are you saying thank you, listeners? Because it's where ratings are going up all the time. So <laughs> I want to thank it's not me that's putting the ratings up, it's these beautiful people out there in podcast land. Yes, they are very kind to us. I'm Stephen Peters, Dr. Rob's producer. That's what I do. Uh, and it's my job to keep him in line as best I can. And we have another great episode. Um, Right now. Yes, don't stress because we're going to talk about, uh, in fact, just that. How do you know if your dog is stressing? What are the telltale signs and what can you do about it? Yeah, I've been wondering if dogs actually suffer from the same sort of stress that humans feel from time to time or quite a lot, depending on who you are. Uh, And Dr. Rob has has another wonderful heartwarming story from from something that happened at the clinic recently. Mm. but also, we've got our, our, our favourite segment. Well, it's not ours. It's kind of Rob's favourite segment. <laughs> yes, fact or fiction. Yeah. It's an absolute classic this week. Well, it is sort of a classic. But, uh, yeah, actually, I think most people would probably say it's fact. But anyway, we'll get to that in a moment. What's been happening at the clinic, Rob? Uh, well, because of the wet weather that we've had in uh, around the coast in Australia, we've had a lot of dogs come in with pussy sores. This was a, oh, a little puppy. In fact, the people thought it was a gash on its head when it came in. They raced in. It was an emergency. They felt it must have a big gash. The pup wouldn't allow them to even touch the head. Only a 14-week-old puppy. And when I examined it as carefully as I could, I realized this was way more than just one slice on the skull and you know just a, a separation of the skin. What sort of puppy? Uh, it was a little cross um, poodle cavalier. Oh, yeah. And but with the whole head was seemed to be affected. If you touch it, you feel crusting and yucky. And so I said, I'm, not, I'm sorry, this is hurting this pup too much. I have to take it in, and we have to 
look at it and examine it and see what we're going to do. And they said, you're going to stitch it. And I said, I doubt that I will be stitching this, but I'll let you know at the end of this day what we're doing. So we took it in, we prepared it for an anaesthetic, we gave it some gas and tubed it, and that allowed us then to clip the hair, because it was a very hairy little dog, we clipped the hair off the skull. And the more that we clipped, and I was there with, with my nurse, the more we were clipping, the bigger the area got virtually the whole of the head we had to clip off from the in between the eyes backwards to down halfway down the neck and from one ear to the other all but of that why did you have to clip it all because off? underneath that was all just pussy sores a thing called pyoderma pyo is latin for pus derma is skin Sounds like like you know, all words come from the Greek. Pyo- so, the, so was the puppy in pain? Oh, it was because yeah. it, it was like the whole head. When when we took all this hair off, you could see it was all. Um, it was just one big sore, just a really wow. big active sore, if you like, of pus and inflammation of the skin and breakages here and there in the skin. So we gently washed it all down. We applied surgical spirits to dry it. Uh, I injected it with some local anesthetic. We gave it a tranquilizer and painkiller, so when it woke up, it wouldn't be hurting it too much. I apologise if anybody's eating their breakfast right at this moment. Well, you know, it happens. And then we put some cream on. The cream has uh, an antibiotic in it. It has local anesthetic and it has an anti-inflammatory and antifungal. So we put some of that cream on, which it would also go home with to have that cream done. And we started antibiotics and... Uh, it virtually will be went home that same night. Uh, we sent it home on more cream, more antibiotics, and a regular checkup. We want to see it every few days to make sure it's responding because these things can really get away. And of course, the people said to me, Well, we didn't even know this was happening, and we certainly didn't realize it was this size. How did we miss it? You may not have missed it. It occurs very, very quickly in hot, wet weather, which we've had in our area. So the moisture gets in on the skin and it stimulates a bit of bacterial activity. So the, the puppy then scratches it. By scratching it, it's, it is damaging the skin, but also stimulates more bacteria to start growing, which makes it itchier and it becomes a vicious cycle. They keep on scratching, the bacteria keep growing and, and blooming in that whole area and the whole thing becomes inflamed very, very quickly. So the humidity plays a big, a big, big part. part Next area. question, of course, was... Well, how do we prevent this from ever happening? Very difficult. In moist weather and hot weather and humid weather, uh, wash regularly with a good antibacterial wash, and I gave them a name of a few, and watch out for any spots that start off like this. Run your fingers on them. If you feel some crusting or some issues, clean it up with surgical spirits straight away because that dries it, can help take the itch out and help kill bacteria and it may prevent it from getting as bad as this particular puppy had right through its uh, whole head and down the neck area. So I'm assuming puppy's all good now though? This pup's good, it's gone home, it's fine but yeah we see that regularly in short-coated dogs as well, Labradors for some reason often get pyoderma patches or hot spots people often call them because they really get some heat in them and uh, inflammation and causes severe irritation to the dog. All right, whether we like it or not, um, we all suffer from stress in some way, shape or form. 
whether it be for work or at home or all sorts of things. Money, love life, friends, Hmm. not getting enough likes on social media, (laughs) that kind of stuff. Um, But what's, I mean, do dogs get stressed? And, And if so, what on earth would stress a dog other than maybe wondering where its next feed's coming from? But why would a dog get stressed if they do get stressed? Yeah, I mean, why do they get stressed? I guess something in their environment has clicked off, usually when they're very young, and it's and it stays with them sometimes for the rest of their life. You know, something has like happened being, to them. Being some badly sort of treated or something. Badly treated, some sort of trauma. Dogs don't do bad behaviours. Um, you know, they do behaviours that you mightn't like, but there's usually some reason for it. And they, they don't sit out and think, oh, I'm going to be naughty today, I'm going to rip up this pillow. It's possibly they're stressed, and that's why they rip up the pillow. Um, but what would they be stressed about? Uh, because you know it, it could be a noise or a smell or something, you know, a sound somewhere. Something has set them off that reminds them of something bad that's happened to them in the past, and they associate the smell, especially with something that may, may have been bad in the past, or even a sound, and that could set them off. So, what are the signs? I mean, if a dog is pacing a lot, that's an obvious sign that they are stressed. A dog that won't settle and paces up and down all the time is stress. Stress dogs also, you see the whites of their eyes quite often. That's What do, what do you mean? By it, well, you know, the eyeball is coloured, of course, what we look at, mm. um, the, the iris and all that. But the whites of the eye, you know, above the eye, they, they'll often lower their actual eyeball looking oh, downwards, and so that. you see the whites of the eyes. They flatten their ears a bit. Uh, they might hide. They take to hiding. You know, dogs will certainly go away and have a sleep somewhere quiet every now and then. That's fine. Uh, some I remember Strauss used to love going under my bed. He wasn't stressed. He just liked to go there sometimes. But mostly Strauss, he, the German Shepherd. The German Shepherd. Mostly he slept on the bed. But if they're always hiding, always doing that, then you're in trouble. Sweaty paws. Dogs have an amazing network of blood vessels in their paws. Same sort of network of, as blood vessels as wolves and other animals have, uh, and it allows them to um, sweat and to exchange body heat quite easily. That's where they cool from, or, or they um, can supply a lot of blood to that area on cold days and they can walk on cold things. But if they're sweating on a, just a normal day, just laying there with, with real wet paws, it's often a sign of anxiety. Vocalisation, of course, barking and whining and for no reason is a sign of stress. Really? So if a, if a dog's not barking at an intruder or something yeah, going just, past, just, 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 just barking? All, yeah, all the time just you know, barking. What's wrong? And, and they'll often drool with that as well. The drooling is a sign of it. And, of course, tucking their tail in, they're, they're scared that something's stressing them out. What, right. do, you, what do you do about it? The one thing you don't want to do is yell at the dog and, you know, what are you doing? And, you know, come over here and stop being silly. Stress no, it out even more. That's going to make things worse. You've got to reassure the dog that everything is all right. Your veterinarian might prescribe certain drugs to help with anxiety. Um, we use a lot of human drugs as well um, to help with anxiety. We prescribe those. There's also veterinary drugs that are made. And one of the good starting points, if you don't want to go to the vet straight away and you want to just see if you can calm the dog down, We've talked about in previous episodes. I think we talked about in the last episode. I know what you're going to say. Say it. Valerie. 
If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. You passed. You're a veterinarian. Valerian. Now, I should say then, now, if there's any uh, Valerian manufacturers out there who want to advertise on the doggy pot, you know. This is the one. This get, is the place to do it. Get in contact with yes. us because uh, Dr. Rob bangs on about Valerian all the time. It's a, it's a good herbal preparation for dogs. You know, it, it doesn't do any harm. Uh, worst case scenario, it won't work. Big deal. Um, yeah, and if you really overdose, if the dog happened to eat the whole bottle, most he'd do is just sleep for a while. Because because it, it is a herbal preparation. Yeah, it's not not a, not an issue at all with it. It really, but it does work a lot. And a lot of dogs, that's the end of it. Now they, while they're on these medications, be it um, valerian or one of the ones that that your vet might prescribe, they're learning to be calm. They and dogs learn very quickly that thing is okay, and then you wean them off it slowly. But always with reassurance, with training, with socialization. If you do all those things while they're on the drugs, you can wean them off the drug and have a stress free, happy life. Now, the life of a vet can have lots of ups and downs, and we've talked before about how stressful it can be and how difficult it is. And um, the lifespan of a vet apparently is only about five years that we talked about last week. Um, but also there are other rewards that come from that, those long hours and the difficult decisions you have to make. And, and Rob was telling me about this particular dog the other day and I never got to the end of the story, but it, uh, mm. it was such a beautiful story and I'd, I'd like him just to, to uh, touch on it now. Uh, for yeah, uh, several years ago, a dog was brought in, little Milo. Um, funny, it was the second Milo with the same problem. He had a bad back, really bad back. What was Milo? And uh, Milo was just a cross Jack Russell Terrier, and uh, but his back was so bad he was paralysed in the back legs. Oh. And uh, the owner was not well. And so we said, don't worry about it. And he was short of funds. And again, we said, don't worry about it. You know, I, I never want to see a dog suffer because of shortage of funds. Yeah. So we operated on little Milo. We did stem cells on him. 
and we kept him in for a while, uh, especially with the owner being sick and the owner couldn't do the physiotherapy that we needed. When you say a while, how long are you talking? Well, that's what happened. Um, The owner, unfortunately, passed away with cancer. Whilst you still had Milo? While while Milo was in our care. And in this case, uh, there was no one else to take him on. And the family said, oh, look, you'll have to probably put him to sleep or surrender him to the pound. Milo still needed some help. Like, he was fine, but you you had to look after him very carefully. The girls used to take him swimming. So so could he walk now, though? Did he have... He was was getting up and he was walking a little bit, yes. It wasn't full strength. He wasn't full ball. You wouldn't want him going upstairs because that would hurt his back. Right. But he was getting better all the time. And we would take him... All the nurses would take turns in taking him swimming. Nurses would take turns in taking him home. And Milo ended up being our clinic dog. He was our little mascot. He oh, would, so he stayed with you? He stayed with us all his life until... Do you think he, he missed his owner? He had a good life with us. I, I, I promise you he had a great life. Would he have missed his owner? Well, I'm sure he would. I'm sure all dogs do. You know, we hear of the stories where the owner passes away with the dog there and, and in the past, the dog would sit on the owner's grave yeah, for, yeah, till, till its demise. Right. So I'm sure dogs do have that sentiment. They, they, um, if he knew that that had happened to his owner, I'm sure he would have been distraught. He didn't so Milo came that. to you and basically never went home? Never went home. And uh, only recently we, um, we got his ashes back because he was old. He became very old and I couldn't let him suffer anymore. And it was oh. time to let him pass over. We did that, and we decided we'd keep his ashes uh, at the clinic. And so he's there. We're going to uh, we'll have a little ceremony where we scatter his ashes very soon, because all the nurses love Milo. They just love him mm, to death. He was yeah. such a beautiful little dog, and uh, you know he was a real little character. Had come out. He knew when lunch was on. Yeah, and he knew, he knew the soft targets, which was everybody. Yeah, Everyone wanted to like feed him all the time. We had to had to be real careful because the last thing we wanted to do was make Milo overweight. It was important to keep his weight down to a reasonable level because of his back. You know, dogs with bad backs, you do not yeah. want to make them fat. But yeah, he kept on enjoying his story. swimming in the in the hot days. The girls would still take him in swimming. They'd go in with him and look after him. And uh, little Milo, we miss you. And. Uh, You just look after yourself upstairs. All right, it's time. Thor. You say it, Rob. You like saying it. Fact or fiction. Because when you say it, it's got that funny... The music comes on. The music comes on and you have that funny... Where did that come from? ...reverb and echo in your voice. Unbelievable. It is unbelievable. Anyway. So. This week's fact or fiction, I'm going to call it as fact... Uh, and that is that um, when a dog snarls at you and, and its teeth, you know, it does that little thing with its teeth where it shows its teeth, it is about to attack. It's not smiling. That's kind of a dog's way of saying, don't mess with me. And if you do, your hand is going to feel it. Incorrect. It's fiction. Well, not in every case. You've got to look at the dog in a lot of cases. Probably most cases when a dog's, gr- if you hear the growl and they're showing their teeth, then you've got two messages. You've got the vocalisation that's telling you, I'm serious, I'm going to have a go at you. Um, so you've got to look at the whole body language because dogs do, Stephen, they do smile. 
They show their teeth with a smile. Certain breeds are known for it. And, yeah, that's... What, they're just just having big, wide-open grins. Yeah, they show all their teeth and grin at you. So they're not actually saying, I'm going to eat you. No, not at all. They're so happy to see you. Dalmatians do it all the time. And I had one chap who just said... I've got to get rid of my dog. He brought his dog in. I said, what? what's wrong? He's, he's such a, this dog was the friendliest dog out. I said, you're sure he's friendly now, but when I come home, he's always growling at me and he's going to bite me. I said, he growls at you? You can hear him growling? Well, I can't hear him, but I see his teeth. So he's showing his teeth yeah. at you? Yes, he does, does that. I said, because I'd noticed this dog did it with me as well. I said, no. And, and he's, all this time he, the dog was smiling at him. This poor dog was going to be you know, put to sleep or got rid of because he was smiling and happy to see the owner. <laughs> and when he realised that, he felt terrible. He said, I'll be honest, one day I smacked him before. And I said, oh. never smack a dog. It, it just doesn't deserve it. Dogs do not do bad things. I don't think, oh, I'm going to do something really bad. When my owner gets home, I'm going to growl at him and say, where's my dinner? They don't do that. They don't do that. So when the dog is showing his teeth to you, look at the body language. If he's showing his teeth and well, yeah. if his tail's wagging, I exactly. would think that's a dead wagging his tail and he gets a submissive pose, that's a smile. If he's arching up a little bit and his tail is coming up over his back and he's showing his teeth, that is aggressive. So you've got to look at the whole body language. But showing their teeth at you, it's not necessarily a sign of aggression. It can be the dog is just really emotional about seeing you and smiling and happy to see you. So there's teeth and there's teeth. Exactly. Thanks for listening, everybody. We uh, love knowing that you're out there. Um, Please follow us, as always, on Instagram and Facebook. And we hope you've enjoyed the show this week. Uh, As you know, episodes come out every Friday until such time as we want to have a little bit bit of a break. But, you know, that's no... Nothing soon, I don't think. Hmm. You're not feeling tired, are you? No, I'm right into it. Yeah, good, okay. Um, Anyway, we'll see you next Friday, and and Rob, as always, wants the last word. Well, um, the last word comes from Charles Darwin. Oh, my God, it was Shakespeare last week, Darwin this week. Darwin did did the evolution of species. Yes. And in dogs, he did a – in fact, he also did big volumes on domestication of animals. And with dogs, he wrote, it is scarcely possible to doubt that the love of man has become instinctive in the dog. And it's so true. Dogs' love of humans is in their very DNA, which Charles Darwin didn't know existed at that stage, but he realized that the love of a dog was in its very instinct in canines. They just love us. The love of man was instinctive in canines. And women, yes. And kids. I guess in everything. In humans, in humans, in humans. Well, some kids, are they human? You're not too sure about that. (laughs) Anyway, um, Charles Darwin, yes, you were right all those years ago. Again, yes. Again. We'll We'll see you next week. See you guys. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. 
underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.